Smiley J Artist Zone, a platform for and about independent artists, music, interviews, and much, much more. Now, give it up, your host, Smiley J. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Smiley J Artisan, a platform dedicated to independent music creators of the world. And I'm your host, Smiley J, and I like to say hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. I hope that everyone out there is doing well. You know, just know that this is a lovely day. Yes, indeed. Now, no matter where you are listening from, if you can hear the sound of my voice, then it is a lovely day. Yes. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show, I want to personally welcome, welcome. I want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in and hanging out with me today. And, you know, I do hope that you come back. Now, as I mentioned, you know, the platform is dedicated to music creators. So that means if you love music and your ears are tuned and open to hearing music from some of the most talented artists from around the globe, then you definitely want to come back and hang out with me again. Yes. And just know that you can, uh, you know, you can listen to the show on your favorite music streaming platform or either your favorite podcast platform. I am in most uh, directories. Yes. Uh, Just make sure that you hit the follow button wherever you choose to listen to the show. Yes. Um, You know what? Uh, Again, uh, the platform is for music creators, but I also like to celebrate and spotlight those people who are making a positive difference in the world, those folks who commit, engage, and inspire. And most importantly, they do it all with grace and love, just like today's guest. Now, before I bring her on, let me just tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Yolanda Breathwaite. She is a fierce New York girl who has always been motivated and destined to do great things. Yes, she is the executive director at Tales of a Grown Girl, five-time published author. She has been featured in tons of publications Her work uh, for her works, and she's also been the recipient of many awards. I need you guys to help me give a warm welcome to today's guest, author of Tales of a Grown Girl, Yolanda. Welcome to the Smiley J Artisan. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Smiley J. Absolutely. Now, you know, we are celebrating Women's Month. This year's theme is women who tell their stories. And mm-hmm. I just got to say, you know, my, 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 you are doing great things in your community, just in the world, period. I mean, you are sowing into other women, empowering and inspiring. That's what's up. Yes, yes. God is good. Yes, okay. yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I read about you. You have a very interesting story. Um, But one thing I noticed is that you have always had an entrepreneur spirit. Like, at 18, you you own and operated a beauty salon. Yes. You know what? I think it was just instilled in me from my mom. And um, by her being a single parent and having me and my sister, you know, she constantly worked hard and stuff like that. So I was always, you know, watching and just interested in a lot of different things, Uh, even TV shows Mm -hmm. uh, I'm interested in to this day, like Shark Tank, things like that. That's going to help me level up more in life. So, yeah, 18, I was I started it off. Oh my goodness. And you and you also had like an apparel company. I was like <laughs> Yes. I did, yes. And that was um all branded on the uh brand that I have. 
which mm-hmm. is grown girls. And then they um, separated onto young grown girls. So um, it was really good. It was amazing. Well, you know what? Let's let's talk about let's talk about grown girls, New York City. In case those uh, those my listeners out there aren't familiar, can you tell us a little bit about your company and your brand and all the wonderful things that you're doing over there? Well, grown girls, I wanted to develop a space for women just to come together, grow ideas in a judgment free zone. You know, because in my life experiences growing up. I I didn't interact with a lot of women because I felt like uh, intimidated mm-hmm. or um, not good enough to be in that circle or, you know, that was just a lack of uh, confidence I didn't have in myself. Mm-hmm. But um, so I know I wanted to develop a space because I know I can not be the only one feeling like this. Of course you're you not. <laughs> So, yeah, so we developed Grown Girls, and um, Grown Girls have been around now uh, six years, and what we do, we do develop resources for women. Uh, We do all kinds of outreach programs. We also work with uh, health and wellness, so with the Lupus Foundation, uh, Cancer Could Never, which is based out in L.A., Um, also... uh, Breast Cancer Association. So we do that and give free breast exams and, you know, guide women to just different resources that we can help with them with. Wonderful. Again, I love what you're doing, just like sewing into other women. You know, yeah. you even mentioned your story. And if there's someone out there that, that certainly can identify with maybe being that shy girl or maybe not even feeling, you know, smart enough, you know, everybody has their own, uh, you know, we all have our own little shortcomings. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, but, you know, you are committed to to helping other women. And as I mentioned, you've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Now, like one of the driving forces that set um, entrepreneurs apart from like some of their other business counterparts is their spirit um, to help people. Yes. You know, and, and even when the odds are against them. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I just love helping people. I really do. Um, I was brought up that way. I was raised that way. My, me and my sister was taught from little how to just, um, you know, help people and be there. So um, as growing up, I kept that spirit. It developed even more because, you know, I'm, I'm out here sometimes giving my last and no, no, doggone well if I ain't got it. <laughs> well, you know what? We, we appreciate Folks like you, we need more, we need more folks, more change agents in the world. Yes, yes, yeah. but I definitely enjoy it. You know, giving back is just it's gratifying. You know, I feel good about it knowing that um, I help someone else because uh, you know I'm a true believer. I, fa- I have faith in me, and so what you know what you put out is what comes back, and then tenfolds over. Yes, exactly. You are so that is so true. And you know, I, I happened to read some of the testimonies and it just really warmed my heart and, and kind of made me teary eyed, you know, that you are connecting with women, you know, and just inspiring them and, and right. you know, giving them the confidence to move forward and, and again a lot of the community events that you are part of. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. We've been doing it for now six years and um even during the holidays, we uh we feed the um 
you know, the ones that um, may be missing out on a meal or doesn't have the family or the support around them during the holidays. So, you know, we normally just uh, rent out a space or find a community center that's willing to open their doors for us. And then in return, we open the doors to the ones that want to come in and have that support. That's what's up. I love it. I love it. Now, you know, um, I, I think I mentioned about speaking of arts, you know, you you, you continue to press, press on doing what God has gifted you to do, and that's to help others. Yes. Now, you did have some medical challenges, but that didn't stop you. And I, I had to, I only mentioned that because I love your drive. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. You know, um, and somebody, a couple of people reached out to me and said that as well, because when I was going through my um, health issues, which was um, kidney failure, I still did a lupus event celebrating women with lupus and giving back to them and feeding into them. And the next day, I was going into the hospital to have my uh, surgery, to have a uh, catheter input into me for me to start doing dialysis. And everybody was like, what? <laughs> you know, because I really didn't say anything to anyone. And then I actually um, journaled it, well, uh, blog, what do they call it? Video blogged. Mm-hmm. I video blogged it. And then so everybody's like, what? You're in the hospital. What's happening? You just did an event the other day. I'm like, yeah. Well, see, that just goes to show that folks out there listening, you never know what folks are going through. So yeah. you, you know, you still did your thing in spite of having, you know, having a procedure, a medical procedure the very next day. That just shows your commitment and your yes. love for people. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I've been very fortunate and blessed in my life. So um, why not give back? You know what I mean? Because uh, like I said before, it, it comes back whether, you know, um, I give my last or do the event uh, for someone and then go into the hospital. It doesn't matter. I know in my heart that um, I did what I wanted to do. I made other people uh, feel good, and that makes me feel good in return. Yes, and, that, and you know what? That's your ministry. This is your calling. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay. So look, look, look. Let's talk. Let's talk. God. Uh, let's talk. Sex, drugs, and freedom. <laughs> okay. Sex, drugs, and freedom. Yes. Now, look, your latest book tells of a grown yeah. girl. Now, listen, without without giving out all, all the good stuff, just tell us the, the premise uh, behind the book. Okay, so if you, I want to um, go back a little bit and lead up to that book. My first book, which was Sister Code, I wrote that after being home for a year after having receiving my kidney transplant. Mm. So um, I was home and I was just like, I had so many thoughts about how um, women can dwell in peace with one another. And that's actually the title of it, Sister Code, how women can dwell in peace with other women. And I just didn't know, I'm be honest, did not know how to put pen to paper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know how to do it, but I know I talked to someone and they told me, you know, it's just like journaling, right? In your diary, just lay out your thoughts and, um, you know, I can help you with the rest. And I was like, okay. So I did just that. Now it wasn't a big book. It was more like a guide, a self-help mm-hmm. guide. But lo and behold, that book, first time out, that book 
had me to receive award-winning uh, author of the year. Yes, ma'am. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. So I was just blown away from that alone. Like, oh my God. So, you know, that gave me the little bug. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Because you didn't even want to, you didn't even want to start out with it. So look at that. No, no. Who knew that I was going to end up being a, 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 a published author? You know, who knew that? Uh, I never seen it coming really at all yes. but you know sometimes I get you down for reasons and and I was sitting down for a year just recovering and that's what happened they blossomed into me becoming an author so that was the first book Sister Cole How Women Can Dwell in Peace with Others and um, from there I ended up writing um, Girls Pep Talk mm-hmm. which was a collaboration with some of the girls that's in the organization, grown girls in the organization, that volunteer and help and stuff like that. So I came to them and I was like, hey, why don't we do an anthology? We do some motivating quotes. You give me your favorite. I add my favorite. We come together and it'll become an anthology for women to go to when they're not feeling their best self. So um, we did that. It was about four of us. And we came up with just motivational quotes every day that you can look at. Girl, you got this. Nice. You have a purpose in life. Stuff like that. And that you could just go to and read over and over each day when you're not feeling your best. And you know what? I personally love motivational quotes. I mean, it can really move you depending on what mood you're in. It can just just lift your spirits. Um, I would encourage anyone to just, just get a book of motivation quotes or find your favorite just to, you know... Just to lift you up, because we need people are dealing with a lot of things that yes. we know nothing about. Exactly. That is so totally true. And um, people, especially since the pandemic, you know, you see that more and more that like people, the pandemic really shifts things for everyone. You know, you realize uh, maybe you didn't like being stuck in the house for two years and you couldn't deal with it. So you had time to think about some of the things that were that happened in your life and it may have upset you. It just, you know, mentally it was a strain on everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And people are still struggling, you know? Yes, 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 they are. They are still struggling. And, um, so, you know, that, um, that book can help. Yes. And, and, and give us the title again. Girls Pep Talk. There you go. <laughs> you, we, we are, you know, that'll be a nice look, like just a nice anytime gift, just a yes. thinking of you gift. Yes, exactly. And it's really too uh, great for young girls, mm-hmm. you know, they're just in the developing stages and they're trying to find out who are they. And so, um, yeah, that can really, you know, boost their confidence and know that, um, you know, a word a day can make you feel much better. That's right. In, in real talk, we all can use a boost from time mm-hmm. to time because we all we all have those moments. You know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's real. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's so real. Uh, so listen, you know, I'm I'm, I'm anxious. Okay. <laughs> sex, okay. Dr- sex, drugs, and freedom. Tales yes. of a grown girl. Yes. yes. So after that, after those two first books, which were very did very well. They were really great for women and everything. I was ready to talk about me. Mm -hmm. So the book, Tales of a Grown Girl, Sex, Drugs, and Freedom, is loosely based off my life. Some things I participated in, some things um, I witnessed, all happening as I was growing up in the 90s. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, uh, drugs, and just things that um, that were happening at that time. And I felt that I was strong enough to tell the story. You know, um, I, I just want to just take a pause and just like applaud you on on your honesty and being candid because sometimes when folks tell their stories, they're not always completely candid for fear of like judgment or even backlash from family and friends. Right. Now, now was that ever um, a concern of yours when writing the book? You know what? I'm going to be honest. Yes. <laughs> when mm-hmm. I first thought about doing it, I was like, oh my God, my mom. Oh my God. What are people going to think? Oh my God, my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, it was a time where things wasn't so great with us. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to uh, destroy or uh, put a strain on our relationship or had her looking any kind of way, you know, towards her friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I talked to her, you know, and that was her main thing because she struggled. She struggled with it. Is it about me? Is it, why well, I'm a good mom, you know, kind of situation. Yeah, question yeah. Herself. And I had to ensure, let her know that, um, no, basically this is not about you. It's about me. It's just about me. You know, everything doesn't have to be about the people that participated. This is something that I needed to get out, that I felt I was strong enough. I have healed, you know, and it still was a a, a bigger healing process writing it. So um, I had got to the point where I don't care who don't, who sees it any kind of way. And you, you know what? And that, that's freedom right there. When you're telling your story, because you want to help other people, because there's someone out here that can identify with your story. Right. Or know someone. Yes. That's what I really think the book, too, because uh, there's a lot of girls that have read the book and then they inbox me, they uh, um, reach out DM or whatever and just be like, thank you. Mm-hmm. This was me. This was me. I was excited for the feedback. Mm -hmm. At first, I was a little nervous again, too, because I'm married now. I have adult kids that can read. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, mommy. "Mommy." (laughs) And mainly to my husband. I didn't want him to feel, even though he knew the story, because we've been together 30 years. He knew the story, but it's different when... You know, your boys might start picking it up, read that your um your friends' wives are picking it up and then they're you know, what bedroom talking about it. But um he was like, No, I'm fine. If this is what you want to do, I'm fine. So uh that really helped a lot as well. You know, so um yeah, I started I started telling my story. I love um, it. You know, like I said, uh, I did drugs back then. Uh, I participated in a lot of different sex, sexual activity. Mm-hmm. Um, I was molested several times over. So, um, yeah, it was, it's, uh, it's deep. 
and a lot of people have said that. And um, as I was, as I, the book was being sold and everything, and then I started seeing my babysitter um, purchasing the book, I was like, ooh. She kept, actually, she's not my babysitter. She was my kid's babysitter. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, she bought the book? She's an older lady? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but, you know, but, um, yeah, I told the story, and I'm, and I'm truly happy with it. I am. It was like freedom. I'm really happy that I was able to say it, you know, and get it off the chest and just uh, feel good about it. I really do. And, um and you know what? And you know what? You should feel good about it because when you get those DMs from the real, the real young ladies who are experiencing some of the things that you experience, and mm-hmm. you are helping them, you yes. have done your job. Yes, yes. Now, do I think it's some people that probably read it and like, oh my god, <laughs> and that ain't the one that I know. Yes, I do. But um, even that doesn't even bother me because well, you know what. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a past, right? There you go. I was getting ready to say that we all have a past, and a lot of us uh, are not even uh, courageous enough to talk about it to help others. So again, mm-hmm. I just want to say it again that I applaud you for sharing your truth. Yes, yes, Un- yes. unapologetically. Yes. Mm-hmm. So listen. So the stage play, you know, the stage play tells of a grown girl is coming. Oh, wait, yes, DMB, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Virginia, come on out. The open night is starting right here in, in, you know, in my hood, Silver Spring, Maryland, to be exact. Yes. August 25th and 26th. I am so excited. So when I found out that someone took the book, read it, and officially wanted to write the story and turn it into a stage play, oh, my God. I was like, this is just, it's all God's plan. You know, I had to tell the story. The story was told. People recognized the story. And now they want to bring it to the stage. So I'm excited about that. Uh, it's, yes, it is. It's coming to Maryland. Uh, Spring, Silver Springs, uh, the Black Box opening night is August 25th. And a second night, Encore, which Look will be, oh, yes, August 26th. <laughs> And then um, from there, September 17th, we'll be in New York. Love it, love it. 16th, September 16th, we'll be in New York. Now, where in New York? We're going to be at the Malloy College in Hempstead. There you go. So all my folks in New York, make sure you check it out. Stop by. Yes, yes. And um, tickets are being sold now. Uh, Maryland tickets are... New York tickets are not out yet. Maryland tickets are being sold now for the uh, two nights. Uh, we have VIP. We have um, comfortable seating. And um, I'm excited. They can Everybody can get tickets right on the website at www.growngirlsnyc.com. Just click on the event page, and there it is. And listen, Raymond, you got some merch, too. You you guys got some T-shirts. Yes, yes, yeah, Tell us yes. about the T-shirts. Yeah, so we just launched, uh, was it, like two days ago, we just launched our uh, Every Girl Has a Good 90 Story T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And um, they come in two colors. They're fabulous. They're selling. People love it. You know what? I think people really like it, too. The fact that the 90s was a good era. The 90s was the bomb, especially the music we're about to talk. I got a lot of good 90s stories. Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, you're going to have to get you a T-shirt. Yes. I, I most definitely, and we'll rock it. Look, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I got some good yes. 90s stories. Yes. So, I, you know, that was just a great era right there, the 90s. Uh, so um, I'm bringing it all back. I'm bringing it all back. I mean, you're going to remember the clothing. You're going to remember the talk. You're going to remember the music. I'm adding all that into the stage play live. We have a live DJ. We're turning it into experience, a all 90s right. experience. Yes. I am so looking forward to being there. And by the way, to my listeners, come on out and meet Yolanda. And meet me. I'm going to be your host that night. So I'm yes, going to try to grab your tickets. I need you to come out and show your support. Come on out, y'all. Y'all know the deal. Let's do it. So, Yolanda, let's talk music. Music, the 90s. You know, the music was, in the 90s was just, look, the bomb shiggity. So, yes. <laughs> so, so the, the music is, is, the theme is the 90s, right? Music. Yes, yes. The theme is the mm-hmm. 90s. So we're going to be having, uh, we incorporated 90s music into it. Uh, just to give you just a little bit, it would be like, okay, when Michelle Bell, that's the main character, Michelle mm-hmm. Bell, mm-hmm. when she have her first experience. Okay. Sexual Ooh. experience. And then we're going to be adding, like, say, salt and pepper, push it. Uh-huh. Push it real good. Stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, so it's going to be really good. And all different kinds of music just to bring you back to that era mm-hmm. and just be like, wow. You know? Mm-hmm. Look, now being a New York girl in the '90s, I mean, the music was fire, and a lot of it came yes. right from your state. Now, yeah. now do yeah. you have do you have any like favorite artists from the '90s? Yeah, so Jay Z, mm-hmm. I always loved him. Him and when and definitely when he was rocking with Foxy Brown, mm-hmm. that was just really good. Queen Latifah and them, they were great as well. Uh, Salt and Pepper, yeah. Oh, so okay. I have a lot. And, you know, New York, like you said, it's so many. So um, uh, I just love all the era of music. Even the R&B music back then was just, like, different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so relatable and fun. Yes. It was fun, mm-hmm. you know? We even have some, like, um, Mary was back there, too. Mm-hmm. She was in the um, early 90s, what, 92, 94, somewhere around there. Mm, that's the 411, yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And you know when Mary had sing, you know, it came from the heart. She, you know, she was feeling it. Yes. And so those songs were really relatable back then. You know, you understood what Mary was saying, and and you felt it, you know. So that was great. Yes, yes. So, you know, now... I got to ask you, like, when you're not, like, running around doing interviews and and, and, and sitting on the board, because <laughs> you, yeah. you just recently sat on the, uh, the, the, the Kidney Foundation. Yes, and, yes. And- I'm, a, I'm an active member, uh, so I sit on the board of the Kidney Foundation. Once I had my kidney transplant, it just, you know, just gave me a new leaf on life mm-hmm. and just to know that I'm, I'm still here, you know. So I still, uh, if I didn't pour in enough before the kidney, I'm pouring in extra. <laughs> there you go. There you, yes, indeed. <laughs> everybody getting a double dose. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, now, listen, when you're not running around doing all that you do and, you know, making the world a better place through your, you know, through your charitable and your and your your gift and love of people, yes. what, do you, what do you do in your spare time? You know what? meditate. Mm. I I meditate. I listen to a lot of uplifting music. 
um, on my iPad and just, you know, take it all in, take, take, you know, the blessings God given me, the blessings I can share with others. I'm just, I just take it in, you know, and relax. And then, um, also be with my family, which is my um, husband and sometimes my kids because, you know, like I said, they're grown adults. So, you know, they don't even want to have time for me. But yeah, me and my husband, we've been together for so long. We just living our best lives now. <laughs> that's that's what's up. You know, the emptiness and just live yes. your life. Yes. yes. Exactly. Now, I forgot to ask you um, yes. about the Grown Girls um, New York, the sisterhood. Now, yes. you know, to ladies out there listening, if they want to join the Grown Girls Sisterhood, where, where do they go? They can go right to the website. I have a lot of information on the uh, site there, which is www.growngirlsnyc.com. Well, I want to absolutely thank you for, like, hanging out with me today in the Artist Zone. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today, and I want to personally and publicly thank you for allowing me to be a part of your baby. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's, it's totally an honor to be here. And um, I just love the vibe, the energy. And so let's connect more. Yes, and we're going to have some fun. Again, you guys, make sure you come out to the stage, play Tales of a Grown Girl. It's coming to the DMV, Silver Spring, Black Box Theater, uh, August 25th. And 26, come on out. And you know what? Grab your T-shirts because we all have a 90s story. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) With that said, Yolanda, thank you so much again. Until next time, be well. Now, since the play setting is from the 90s era, I thought it'd be cool to go ahead and play some music from the 90s from independent artists and former guests rough ends, you know, who happened to be right here from Maryland, Baltimore, to be exact. As a matter of fact, this song came out in 2000, but, you know, we'll take it. It still got that 90 funkies feel. So let's go ahead and get into it. Y'all remember this throwback song?
that time. Yes, all good things come to an end. But I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me today. And special thanks to today's guest, Yolanda. Yes. Now listen to all my folks in the DMB, Baltimore area. Don't forget to purchase your tickets. Yes, I'm going to need you guys to meet me there. It's going down at the Black Box Theater, Silver Spring, Maryland. And let me shout out all of the sponsors and all of the cast members and all of you out there who brought the book. Yes. And if you didn't buy the book, it's not too late. You can still buy the book. So listen, y'all know the rules around here. I need you guys to be well, stay safe, and remember to listen to good music. Yes, your ears will thank you for it. I'm Smiley J, and I'm out, y'all. <laughs>